1: from doing some things that are not of earnest report.
0: God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today.
1: Let's pray. Father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the blessings. We thank you for the word. We know the word is going to bless us like never before. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's read Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1, before we take our seat. Proverbs 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Praise the Lord. Kindly take your seat. I'm preaching to you activation of boldness, part 2. Activation of boldness, part 2. And today we're going to concentrate on... The benefits for walking in the spirit of boldness. And I will also bring out to you a few keys that will bring you into the realm of boldness. And I believe strongly that your life will never be the same again. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be here? The scripture we read makes us understand that the righteous is as bold as the lion. And uh, it's really a blessing to know that anybody who is born again is a righteous child of God, and as a righteous child of God, the Bible says that you have in your genetic makeup the boldness of Christ. And that is illustrated so to us in a way that we can understand by using the lion as a metaphor to represent the boldness of the believer. So you and I have been wired in redemption as righteous men, as men and women who have been wired with boldness and nothing should be able to scare us. Of course, I know that you know that in the bush, the lion is the strongest, is a king. In the bush, in the forest, and it's not afraid of any. In fact, there's a scripture that says that the lion turneth not. It doesn't turn it back to any. That means that it doesn't run away from anyone. It doesn't flee from anyone. And so I'm praying that after this message, you receive an anointing that will make you to be able to, to be the person that things will be running away from and not the one running away from things. Amen. Shout a louder, amen. amen. So that is a Deuteronomy 31. Verse 6 says something very important. It said, be strong and of a good courage. Now, when you put be strong and of a good courage together, you get boldness. (laughs) When you put be strong and of what? Good courage. What do you get? Boldness. So, in other words, be bold, fear not nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. So here, we see in the verse number six that the Lord is speaking to his people that they should be bold. They shouldn't be afraid because he is the one who is on the journey with them. And because of the fact that he's not going to fail them nor forsake them, they have every reason to be bold. Praise the Lord. Your boldness is determined by who is with you. And your boldness is also determined by the status of the person who is your helper. It is also a function of their provision. And thankfully, our God has an inexhaustible reservoir of provision. Power, and none can be compared unto him. And so when this God gives you an assurance of his presence, this becomes the should become the consciousness that you walk in. So boldness itself is a byproduct of the conscious assurance of God's presence. It's the byproduct of the conscious assurance of God's presence with you. When you understand that the presence of the Lord is with you daily, I will neither fail thee nor forsake thee, then you are able to walk in strength and in courage, in boldness. Is somebody here with me? People who lack the understanding or lack the knowledge or the consciousness of the presence of God with them, they're always looking on their shoulders. They're always looking at what's coming after them or who is looking for them. And uh, they are not able to walk in the boldness that they are supposed to walk in. But I'm praying that today you will gain the consciousness of the fact that God says, I won't forsake you and I will not fail you. Now, when you have God saying that I will not forsake you and I will not fail you in anything, would you be afraid? When you know that there's no possibility for failure, it's like you're going to write an exam and you know that two plus two is coming and you know the answer is four. You know beat an invigilator. You know you saw the president. Once you know the answer, there is no fear again. There is something called the fear of the unknown. And that fear is also as a result of the fact that you don't know who is with you and what is with you. When you know who is with you and what is with you, you are not afraid of anything that comes your way because God surpasses all. Is God talking to somebody here at all? That consciousness is what gives you your bodacious attitude and, and, and character. It's very, very important. Praise the Lord. In verse number 23, the Bible said that, verse number 20 says that, And he gave Joshua, the son of Nun, a charge, and said, Be strong and of a good courage, for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swore unto them, and I will be with thee. Be strong and of good courage. Where I said I'm taking the people, I would take them in you. Because I am with you. The presence of God with us, living in us, with us, is the reason why you and I can walk in boldness. So you can have a believer, really a child of God, a righteous man, and he's running away from a demon. He's running away from circumstances, situations. Why? Because The mere fact that the Holy Spirit is in you is not an indication that you will practically walk in boldness. It takes more than the mere fact that the Holy Spirit resides in you to walk in boldness. What it takes is the consciousness. That he's in me and he's with me and he will not fail me nor forsake me. That consciousness is what made Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego enter the fire carelessly. Because they knew that he was with them. We know that our God is able to deliver. And even if he doesn't, we don't care. But at least they knew we know. That knowledge is what a lot of believers lack. So they pray in tongues but they are still afraid. They pay tithe, but they are still afraid. Some people live continually on the edge. As if they are expecting some mm-hmm, something to happen to them on a daily basis. People can just be there and be imagining how their spouse died and left them. Or how something happened and they lost their job and they became a pauper. You can just be there and be afraid. Because you don't have the consciousness that you cannot have God and have failure at the same time. I am with thee and I will not fail thee. So sometimes you start something and it's not working to plan, but listen to me, it'll work. (laughs) The Bible says that though your beginning may be small, your end shall greatly increase. That is the script. Tell somebody it's a script. I can't hear you. Tell somebody it's a script. Tell somebody it's an already finished script that your end shall greatly increase. I don't know if it's powerful here. Joshua chapter 1 verse 6. So God said, I'm taking you to the promised land, but I need you to have this consciousness. Who is the man God takes to the promised land? Who is the man that God brings the prophecies and the promises to pass in their lives. Joshua once he said, Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Be strong and be of good courage. Unto this people, I will let you divide the land which I swore unto their fathers. What is God saying here? The man that God uses for great things is prepared in the oven of courage and boldness. If he, the man was a beer, that man would be brewed in the brewery of courage and boldness. If it's a food, he will be cooked in the pot of courage and boldness. That is to say that God is unable to fulfill his promises in your life when you fully embrace and entertain fear for the journey he has set you on. That while he has already conquered for you, you will be looking at the power of the enemy and you will not be able to make the progress. Look at what the scripture, look at what he says. He says, you, this Joshua... You are going to divide for an inheritance the land. He didn't say, if you try, you will divide. But he said, you, you, I have called you to divide it. You are going to divide it. All I require from you or of you is that be strong and courageous. It's not like you are not going to marry or give birth to children. Whatever is carrying you, God said, it's already settled. Tell somebody it's already settled here. It's already settled. What is God requiring of you? Be strong and be courageous. And it will surprise you that long before Joshua prayed, God was not interested in the prayer of Joshua to take him to the promised land. God was foremost interested about the boldness of Joshua to embrace his future in the prophecy that if Mr. Powerful Moses could not do it, I want you to forget about that, Moses. And look to me. Who can make it happen in your life even though the most anointed person in your own estimation failed? And so that when you look at prayerful people and how things, is, uh, things are beating them left, right, center, you wonder, You wonder for yourself what can happen to you. Is God talking to somebody here? But He said, Look to me. (laughs) I, I don't require fasting and prayers from you, I don't require prayer from you, offering from you. The first thing I require from you is that be bold and be courageous. Praise the Lord. It's powerful. People are not bold. They can be born again and something is fighting them. They can be born again and they are not bold. You got to be bold. So the man that God uses for great things is prepared in the womb of boldness. That's what God requires of you. To set you on the journey for you to become great. What do you need to have? I cannot hear you at all. And that your boldness should come from the fact that the presence of God is with me, without fail. So, God systematically imparts the spirit of boldness in the believer to enable us to receive the inheritance that has been promised us. So, you see that in Joshua chapter 1 alone, God told Joshua, be bold, be, be Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. He kept encouraging the people. The the more he kept speaking to be bold and be courageous, he was just systematically programming their spirit to accept the spirit of boldness because that was what was required for them to possess the land. And let me tell you, the greatest miracle possibly Moses did was the opening of the Sea. And God told Joshua that one of the reasons why I want you to be bold and courageous is that I'm going to start with you where Moses ended. If you people celebrated the opening of the Sea as the finality of the whole matter, you are starting from Jordan. You are opening Jordan as a test trial. You are just doing pretest. I want you to know that today, I'm going to elevate you before other people. Don't be afraid of this water. Just step in the water. And the water just, bam! As he stepped in the water, the water just opened. Is God talking to somebody here? So, these people needed to be bold and courageous because this generation was not used to fighting. They were only used to Moses calling down manna, And never fighting. It was a pampered generation. Between between Moses and Joshua, Moses' generation was a pampered generation. If they needed something, Moses needed to miraculously bring it out. But in Joshua's time, they were required to fight. (laughs) Nations were coming after them. And when you are required to fight to enter into the promise God has given you, you need boldness. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. The prophecies you have received, you need to fight for them. When it is required of you to fight, you need boldness. What do you need at all? So many people think you need prayer. You don't need prayer to fight. The real thing you need to fight is boldness. Because, see, many people pray and they still pray in fear. He's praying, but his heart has melted. He's doing the business, but the heart has melted. You see somebody dancing at the wedding ceremony, but it's already afraid that, hey, if I don't give birth, <laughs> all this dance, mama will come and deal with me. All these people, you are, you're always afraid of something. Even in the place of celebration, you already, your fear is determining your joy. And I'm telling you, whatever is happening around here, doesn't matter. Because God looks into the heart and the devil can also sense what is in your heart. So some people show Hanya here. There are many people who pull strong. But bedarism is inside. What is inside has melted. Don't let anybody, anything scare you because not everything standing is really standing. The Bible said concerning Jericho that even before the Israelite got there, the city melted. The walls were standing, but the city had melted. Now, how pathetic it is for you to melt before a city that has already melted for hearing you are coming. Whatever you are scared of, it's already scared of you. Because greater is he that is in you. The recognition of that which is in you is the key. I can preach this forever. I'm not afraid of any man born of a woman on the face of the earth. God punish the devil. What can man do to you? If God doesn't eliminate you, nobody has an eraser. I said, if God doesn't eliminate you, nobody has what? The eraser. Whoever is shouting and screaming is already a dog. When you define them, they will come down. So you, you need to get to that point where boldness will become the cloth you wear the mentality you walk in, and the attitude you exhibit everywhere. Nothing scares you because you serve a great God. You serve a big God. Are you here at all? Is somebody catching the spirit of boldness here? Now tell yourself, I'm bold, I'm bold, I'm bold. I love it. it. Praise the Lord. Are you bold in this house? (laughs) So, God will systematically program you because without that, look, there are 12 spies who were sent to go and spy the land. This is my introduction. I just want to tell you in case you are thinking we have gone far. There are 12 spies who were sent to go and spy the land. When they came, the 10 of them brought an evil report, not because whatever God promised them was not available, but because how they saw, how they heard, how they taught, and how they programmed what they saw, heard and taught, created fear and that fear is what the Bible calls. Evil report that evil doesn't come to you because devil came to you. Evil comes to you when you see the blessing and think otherwise. That is the real definition of what evil. They said the land is there, the people are there, the milk is there, the honey is there. However, oh we saw the giant. And their walls were very big, huge and strong. Now we a giant. Oh. We were in our own eyes like grasshoppers. And so were we in their what eyes? I love that statement because they were never in the eyes of the giant as grasshoppers until they themselves saw themselves as grasshoppers. How do you see yourself? It is the level of fight inside that small body that determines your power. Don't let anybody bully you, anything bully you because even though you have a small body, there's a big God and a big anointing in you. I said, when there is the need to possess a land through fighting, what do you need? I can't hear you. Are you here? You travel to Burkina? Boldness. I remember some years ago when I was in assemblies of so we were just doing missionaries and uh, missions and we were opening churches. We went to open a church somewhere, and then I happened to be one of the leaders of the people. I was leading the revival at that time. And uh, one woman who was in a, an occultic church, they used to call it a garden, she had taken over the whole village. Anybody is sick, you go there. You want to consult, you go there. Blah blah. So yeah, that these guys are in town, and they are healing people, they are saving people. And so one afternoon, when we were going for an evangelism, she she met us, and she came straight at me. And said, "Are you the one causing trouble here? Don't you know this village, this city is my city? By the time I open my eye, you are finished." So me, I didn't know the woman. It's good when you don't know. But when you hear this message and you know, it's even better. So I was just trying to ask the woman, what did I do? Well, I don't know you from anywhere. How can you be How can you be aggressive like this? Then the woman just, people around were like they were beckoning on me. Shut up, shut up. Hey. So what person Somebody just pulled me and said, remember, brah. Don't be, don't be, don't be. Talking back to the woman, it's too powerful, she's the priestess of, and then they call the name of the place, the place used to be called power. But I've heard the place, I had heard the place, but I didn't know the woman. When I heard power, something inside me was exciting me. I told the man, the only thing that came into my head, I said, woman, I don't know who you are, I'm here, you are here, but let the God that answer it by fire. Let him be our God. Oh boy. By the time we finish that three days, could say all the sick people in the garden, HIV, whatever they brought them, they all got to you. That's how we depopulated the garden. You'll be there. Something will be threatening. I will kill you. Ta, you are dying. who can kill? Nobody can kill him. Nope. For we are kill who so. The power of the enemy is activated by your own weakness inside your spirit. When you say you are welcome, come and eat me, come and kill me. That's how enemy gets power over you. But when you stand knowing who you are in Christ. Let them bring all the juju in Makola, you are on ground. I've told you over and over, there's no problem when your friends are using juju, people around you are using juju. The only problem is when you don't know what you are using. They are using something. What are you also using? When, we know, when you know what you are using, the Bible said the lion and the lamb will dwell on the same mountain and no harm shall be done. <laughs> are, you, are you following at all? When a lion is dwelling with a lamb, the lamb is meat. But he said when the lamb knows what it is, it will be dwelling in the same mountain with the lion and nobody is meat. That's how the lion will be saying this meat is no good meat. You don't chew this meat and he will be even advising the tiger, is not every meat you chew. But if you chew this meat, by the time you know, it's poisonous. It has killed you. So don't you like, just leave this thing. So people, they are here, they are okay. We are okay with them. We chew others. We don't chew this one. But when you don't know what you are and who you are and whose you are, at the time you know, any Tom, Dick, and Harry, is that what they say, can just carry you into slavery. May the Lord deliver us in Jesus' name. Why do we need boldness? Cartola Zakia. I give you some few benefits, all right? (laughs) I wanted to give you four and three keys, but I don't think it will be it will be possible. Benefits number one of boldness. Mark 15 43. Who is going to walk in boldness after today? Are you sure you are walking in boldness after today? Say, I'm walking in boldness after today. Mark 15:43. He said, "Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came and went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus." So the first benefit I want to share with you is that boldness is the strength of every desire, if you like, put dream, if you like, put expectation in order to see manifestation. Boldness is the strength of every desire in order to see manifestation. In other words, It is boldness that enables vision to see manifestation. Jesus died. Everywhere was scared. Everyone was scared. Then Joseph of Arimathea went to Pilate and said that, even though people are scared of you and scared to associate with this man, please, my desire, my vision my craving, my expectation is that I will have this honor in receiving the body of Christ so that I can bury him. And the Bible says that he did that boldly because you don't appear before Pilate just like that. So, there are things we can receive and they are just a desire for us and what gives us Power to your desire is your boldness that he could have been there wishing, wishing. Ah, I have grave or oh, I have tomb. Ah, I wish I had this body of Jesus. This is a good man. I, I, I could give him a befitting barrier. Try. What do I do? You know, that's what a lot of people do. And by the time you know, they are soliloquizing, they are walking, they are talking, soliloquizing. <laughs> he said, instead of sitting now talking, wishing, and doing all of that, the Bible said, he just went there boldly. He said, Pilate, give me the body. And that's what happens in the spirit. Whilst you are beating about the bush concerning your wishes, your desires, your vision, there is the willingness in the spirit to give you whatever you want, but the only reason you have not gotten it is that you have not been bold enough to give strength to that desire. It's God talking to somebody here. And I don't want to even belabor the point, God, there are some guys here who see girls they want and they can't even propose. Small little proposal. I know you, you, I don't know what kind of rehearsal you are doing about this matter. Just a little proposal. I see you, my heart always turns around. I love you. You can just buy a drink and say, Cheers. You know, I want to tell you something. I love you. That kind of thing, you can't. Your mouth, 10 years cry, you can't then you'll be you'll be you'll be talking around that that girl is my girl it's not your girl <laughs> it's not your girl after five years of doing church you know we cannot be wishing for branches we cannot be wishing for church buildings we, we have to move from the realm of I wish I have the body of Christ to grabbing the body by making a move out of what? Boldness. Out of what? Yes. There is nothing to your vision without boldness. It don't happen. It don't happen. Even if you sit before an interviewing panel and you don't perform too well, when they see your boldest attitude, they can give you the job aside the person who took the interview. Is that not so? People look for confident people, bold people, people who know where they are going. It's like you carry something. You are like ten in one human being. I'm feeling it already. But you see, believers timid. They say the guy you are going to marry, the mother is wild. That's why you cower. One one. When you hear anything, now you just stop. This man, new pilot, is brutal, but he went there. He said, people are afraid to associate with this man, but I want to associate with this. even the dead body I want. And they gave it to him. Most of the things you are looking for, they are not things people want to contend over in their space. The contract you are looking for, the life you are looking for, they are not things people want to contend over at all. The only reason why you have not, you have not gotten it is that the people who can give. They don't know who wants. And they don't know who wants because you have not been bold enough to enter there to make a demand that I want this thing. Uh, there are living people here. I don't want any living person. I just want that, this dead one. Ask somebody, do you know what you want? Just ask somebody, do you know the strength of your desire? The strength of your desire. It's not the many things you have written on the paper. Tell somebody for me. Say it is in your boldness. Clap your hands and book. I've not seen a bold person who has been denied before. If you are bold, you will not be denied. Deuteronomy 31 verse 7. It says that, Joseph of Arimathea, but we are doing Deuteronomy 31, verse 7. Says, and Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage. For thou must go with these people, thou must go with these people, unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers, to give them. And thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Thou shalt go, thou must go. That is It takes boldness to make the move for divine possession. Thou must go. And the way you can go is that, first of all, be strong and courageous. If you are not strong and courageous, you will never make the move. For the divine possession, is somebody here at all? I see great people in this house. But that greatness is coming when you make that move of boldness, shout a louder, Amen. It doesn't take praying on a mountains. So you see, people pray, 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 but they are never able to make a move. You pray, 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 pray. You don't go to the school. You pray, 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 pray. You never make the are you here? Are you here or you have gone? Christians are poor. Very poor. We don't have anything. Empty we came, empty many are going to go. Because we don't understand that to possess divine promises, you need boldness to make a move. Some people don't make a move. We have the word. That's why our greater strength is that we talk. Christians have PhD in talking. We talk, oh no move, and uh, you see that at best for Christians they will be procrastinating if they are even bold at all. My what now? Hache. Time be out, so i me die. me die. Say, see, I shas here five years ago. And not three days, yeah, I say, ah, this year? Send your corroborate demand from January to, I guess, ready in India. Who swung with it? Who jump you it? partner, Corona, a democratic one of Corona, you show them. I bet now, and I bet you show the anchor. Come on, you hell. Because all you Dada. Is somebody here at all? You can't sit, you can't stay, you can't just be there. You need to make a bold statement in the spirit and a bold move on ground. Some of you, your marriages, you think it's over, you have to make a bold move for reconciliation. It's a bold move. Bold move. I'm feeling it. Basala katosa. Number two. (laughs) Hi. Time. Boldness secures God's backing for signs and wonders.
0: Through our decrees I say it again.
1: Boldness secures God's backing for signs and wonders through our decrees. I told you that when you are bold, it shows in your speaking. Praise the Lord. Therefore, to this end, I can just comfortably say that you cannot be prophetic until you are bold in the spirit. Acts chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. When you are bold, it secures the backing of God for signs and wonders. Look at what the Bible said. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews and so spake that a great multitude, both of the Jews and also of the Greeks, believed. Verse number two. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil-affected against the brethren. Long time, therefore, they bold speaking boldly. Speaking how? I told you you can grow your boldness in God. There was great in God that the foundation, the substratum for your audacious decrease, is in the Lord, not in your father. That me jina nyamimu na not Dear, where Messia was said. They were speaking boldly in the Lord. Look at the scripture. In the face of opposition. Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord. Which gave testimony unto the word of his grace. When did the testimony come? Talk to me. Did you go to school small? When did the testimony begin to come? Who gave the testimony? He gave the testimony, right? Based on the word of what? His grace. So these people were speaking boldly. What? Based on the word of God and God added grace. To the word they spoke. And backed it with testimonies. How did we see it? and granted what signs and wonders to be done by their hands. na ze na nkanyame abetumi de nsa ye but o muche ase so e o mu kasa boldly i say and some kanu me the anointing atso and they afraid the nkamea mensa beye no afraid when you are bold and you say something especially if it is In line with the word of God, grace must go and make sure that thing happens. Because anytime you speak boldly, God's integrity is on the line. And that's how God has to back down. Are you sure you are here at all? Somebody say, I will kill you. Say, I'm not going to die. I shall not die. God is my father. What are you talking about? You, I will come to your funeral. That's how God will be looking. God is always looking for people like that. Who speak boldly? Because you see, if what you are saying is within your power, God doesn't need to act. You can handle it. But if it is not within your power, but you are speaking based on His ability to do, then He has to show up. Say, Kai, when you can, when you begin to speak, that's why you have to speak more than your pocket. You have to dream more than your pocket. Is somebody here at all? Yes. If that thing is not bold enough, and if it is bold enough and it is only in your heart, you don't enjoy the backing. It must come out. When it comes out, your integrity is on the line. Your God's integrity is on the line. The, the, are you following this at all? Some of you, he says, I trust God, I trust God. Don't try to protect God. Don't try to what? Protect. Don't help God. He says that there is nothing that you can ask that I cannot give. He says, there is no demand that you can make that I cannot pay for. It's already paid for And he open your mouth big. And I will feel it. You, the kind of zeros God has. For his figures. Our alphabet cannot comprehend it. We can't even talk about zillions. God is too much. It's too much. And the reason why every time what you are seeing is regular and normal is that you are not bold in your sayings. You are not bold. When you speak bold, like, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, who is going to die here? No, our God is able. That's our God now just, okay, oh, sorry, oh. These people, I need to, don't you see how Nebuchadnezzar the came, jump? he said, how many people did we put in the fire? They said three. Say, I see four. <laughs> The fourth man comes when you declare boldness before the fire. Is God talking? Are you sure you are here? Some of the things that defeat you because you don't show boldness beyond your ability to perform. When it comes to boldness, it's not according to the size of your coat. You don't cut your coat according to your size. You are cutting it according to God's size and you are inside that one. I see God backing you in boldness. That amen didn't come out at all. Shout, I enjoy the backing of Jehovah for signs and wonders. Anywhere your certificate cannot take you, speak boldly. I got it. And show up boldly. I got it. (laughs) Are you here now? Show up, speaker and show up. That's how God shows up for you. Shows up for you. Be bold. Of course, I've already given you the first point that when you discover yourself in Christ, it's a major key. It's a major what? Major key. To know who you are in Christ. Some people, the corona has not even thought about them. They have already died for the corona. Because they know by all means, In class, when people were last, it was part of the last. When people didn't do well in the family, it was part of the people who didn't do well. So this one that korokoro is killing people, by all means, you'll be part. But may, may it change from today. Shout a better amen. I see God raising you up. I see the Lord lifting you up. I see the glory of God coming upon you. In this fifth year, as we celebrate our birthday, may you receive the blessings of Jehovah. May you receive the blessings of the Lord. May you receive the spirit of boldness. As you go out there, may you be like Samson who take the lion and tear it into pieces. Shout a louder, amen. amen. Lift your hands and say, I receive, I receive the spirit of boldness. boldness. Right now, right now, say I receive the spirit of God to walk in boldness from this day onwards say I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost I am not a weakling I shall not be weak I walk in boldness and I enjoy the backing of the Lord open your mouth say Father grant me boldness open your mouth and begin to pray shagalabalageria baraya boldness in ministry Boldness. Shokele parosa. Malekele soprea. Boldness. yaketele telepelege de Boldness. Shagwada baragada. Zotala paraya. Hey. Kanala sona labalagana Lift your hand and say, Father, from today I declare I move in boldness. Let me enjoy your backing with signs and wonders. Open your mouth and pray. Backing with signs and wonders. Supernatural backing with signs and wonders. I can't hear you. Can you raise your voice? Supernatural barking with signs and wonders. As I step out there in boldness, I pray. May I enjoy your barking with signs and wonders. Shekelagerebose. She gele gele bose. She gele gele bose. Rekele bele gele mandalo bose. Shode gele bele gele Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lift your hand. Say, I received anointing to walk in boldness. Nothing scares me. Nothing can defeat me. Say, greater is he that is in me. Say it with meaning. Say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say, no power scares me. Say, I am of God and I have overcome. And therefore, I declare right now, anything opposing people, I have power to overcome that thing. In the name of Jesus, say I walk in anointing of boldness. And say from this day onwards, I walk in boldness and I enjoy the supernatural backing of Jehovah for signs and wonders. Come on, give the Lord a big clap and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. What a blessing
0: you have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the keeper's house chapel international locate us at madina estate accra off the social welfare road between the Gulf bowling station Enver and wawan washing bay follow us on facebook at the keeper's house chapel international podcast and audio rima at reverend francis alban visit our website at www.keeper's one word for further information call 0244 177 831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360 Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries